Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Maddie J podcast. I uh just recorded like five minutes worth of solid gold A plus material and realized that um I hadn't pressed the right button. So can you really say that I recorded it? No. Um and by solid gold A plus material, I mean just absolute dog shit that no one would listen to. Um, I just, I happen to look down at my stomach, you know, and it's just flabby, you know, it's fucking, it's preventable, that's the thing, it's so preventable, but it's like, you know, even right now, I'm drinking a beer, it's just empty calories that are probably gonna go right to my stomach, and, you know, can I stop? Yeah, I can, you know. I guess if my life depended on it. Does my life depend on it? I don't think so. Uh, you know, Lord willing. But, uh, you know, and it's the same thing. When you're eating the burger, the fucking triple baconator or whatever from Wendy's. And just before you bite in, you're like, man, should I really be doing this? And then this lizard brain part of your brain takes over and you just eat it anyway and then you know you feel like shit after and then a few weeks later you just look down as you're laying in bed as one does as i am now and you're like wow so fucking preventable and uh that's when you grab a beer and can just just compound just compound the fucking flab you know, because after a while, it's like it, you're fighting a losing battle. You might as well just... What is that? The sunk cost fallacy? <laughs> Does that apply to working out? You're just like, I don't... There's no way I could possibly work out, so I might as well just destroy myself. I think that's I think that's kind of what the theory is all about. Anyway, uh, as you can tell solid gold i um i want to welcome you to the maddie j podcast this is what we do and by we i mean me the royal we you know the editorial this is what we do we just talk about whatever comes into the head usually uh it's borderline it's on the borderline between retardation and uh mania is there a borderline there you know i feel like those are pretty two pretty extremes on the spectrum there retardation meaning literally can't think and mania where you know you're just expressing yourself endlessly yeah i feel like there's a middle space in between that's that's kind of where we are here at the Maddie J podcast. I like when I say that too, because in my head, I just picture uh, 
you know, about four or five staff writers on, on typewriters and teletypes, you know, poking away with their fingers, secretaries with bushy hair, maybe even bushy veg, <laughs> typing away. What are they typing? I don't know. What, what could they possibly be typing? That's the thing. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna use a typewriter, you gotta you, you gotta have a lot to type. Nobody uses a typewriter to fucking type out one sentence, you know. Anyway, as you can tell, very thought provoking, stimulating conversation here. I did catch something since this is a sports podcast. Technically, I did catch something about the Ravens here. Um. They just fired their defensive coordinator. Not offensive coordinator, as many would hope and pray. And, you know, believe was going to happen first, did not happen first. Um, I can't say that I hate the move. I really can't. Um, Our defense if anybody is a fan of us or has watched us at all over the past years, I'm going to say a good solid eight years, really, and I mean this with all due sincerity, any time over the past eight years, if it's a critical game or if it's something we must win or a drive that we must stop on defense, and I've railed about this before on previous podcasts. Um, if it's a scenario like that, nine times out of ten, we blow it. We either let, um, you know, the winning touchdown in or, you know, the opponent has 20 seconds on the clock and they need a touchdown. We let them score a touchdown or we let somebody come back from 13 points to tie it up and then win in overtime. You know, shit like that has been going on way too long. And, you know, he's had some good players rolling in and out of there. And two things we've never been able to do is hold a lead in crucial moments and uh, generate some kind of pass rush that would get to the quarterback. Because we've had the players. I mean, you look at uh, Zadarius Smith, who's just fucking a freak, tearing it up on the Green Bay Packers. Um, Who the fuck else? You know, we got Calais Campbell, too. Um, You know, who else have we had that's just fucking dominated... I mean, even Matthew Judon, as much as I don't like the guy, he did play better in New England, so there's another guy. He's got Smith, Judon, uh, Campbell never really... He was solid, but he never really was amazing like I thought he might be. Uh, Maybe he was just a little bit too old. Um, I mean, there's other guys I'm not thinking about that we possibly definitely wasted years of their prime not getting them to the quarterback and as soon as they went to other teams they fucking were just studs um in addition to not drafting some people that we really could have used 
Um, I think J.J. Watt comes to mind. Not J.J. T.J. Watt comes to mind. Um, It's a big fucking whiff. I mean, a lot of people whiffed on that one. But, you know, we could have really used someone like that. Um, You know, and usually we're picking before the Steelers. So, you know, it all comes down to drafting and then the guy just wasn't developing players like I think he should have we didn't really get any blitz pressure unless we really blitzed I shouldn't I shouldn't say that we didn't really get much pressure unless we blitzed you know the four guys up front were never going to do it on their own and then lo and behold they go to other teams and do it so you know I think Harvey sick and tired of seeing that he was sick and tired of being sick and tired to be honest probably what it was and uh if I was Greg Roman I'd be a little worried right now because I think a massive overhaul might be happening I just think things are getting a little stale a little stagnant um I don't think our defense is as feared as it used to be our offense is definitely not as feared as it used to be um and I just don't see Lamar playing to his full potential like and I don't think it's his fault I really don't like, I think, obviously, the breakout year in 19, he was just crushing it. But, like, something ain't right. He's not 100% bought in or, like, the receivers are just not getting schemed. I don't I don't know what the fuck. I don't know the X's and O's. I do know the Jimmy's and the Joe's, though. And we seem to have a, a solid group of guys together. We just cannot put it together consistently on offense, so... I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I do feel like uh, we should go in the direction of just rebuilding. Um, And I'd hate to do that while paying Lamar a shitload of money, but I think now's the time where that needs to happen because we're not really going to be able to afford premier free agents in the next few years because Lamar's contract is going to be so big, so fucking big. Have that big fucking contract. Uh, yeah. So because of that and what we already have signed, I feel like we're just gonna have to rebuild as far as drafting, and developing guys over the next two or three years. And I think we'll hang around. You know, we'll be a solid like nine and eight, ten and seven team while that happens. I don't see any reason why we couldn't be. But like to get to that that Kansas City Chiefs that uh you know Green Bay Packers Los Angeles Rams type level um we really need to to focus on de- you know developing our guys through the draft making solid choices there and uh getting some really good undrafted free agent type guys to come in we just basically need cheap individuals to fill our roster out. Um, and I think that starts this year with, like I said in previous podcasts, building up the uh, offensive and defensive lines. Um, and like I said, rebuilding, it's not in the sense that you might think where, you know, we just totally tank and go 2-15 and 15 on the year. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. Like I said, I think rebuilding for us is going to be, you know, a 7-10 and 10 year, 
a nine and eight year, a ten and seven year, something like that. Um, until we can really get over that hump and be consistently, you know, eleven and six, twelve and five, you know, three four years straight. And then the whole cycle continues again, man. It's like the thing is, man, you get that window to win. And sometimes there's a a part of you as a fan, you think it's going to last forever. Like in 2019, when we had that crazy fucking amazing season, you think, well, even if we don't win it this year, next year we'll be back. And it's like nothing is ever fucking guaranteed. Because the next year we came back and fucking... We did a little bit better, but still fell on our face hard in the playoffs. So it's like you got to win, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And you got to fuck while the puss is wet, you know? You don't want that dry. You you get it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was the sports the sports segment of the sports podcast. Nah, but I've been looking around, you know, perusing. Everton's really shit this year. You know how you said they kind of turn it around and give you hope? There's there's really no hope this year. We're, we're well on the way to being in the second, I shouldn't say second division, the championship next year, which is the, well, the second division behind the premiership. Um, we're well on our way to being there next year and having to fucking watch buffstream.tv to try and get any Everton games. Meanwhile, giving my laptop fucking aids in the process and, uh, accidentally signing up for Chatterbait or, uh, meet local singles in your area who are ready to bone (laughs) has anyone ever signed up for that i mean how many chicks when i used to live back 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 east i mean how many chicks in college park that are over 50 are trying to bone i mean like like three what are they gonna bang all the horny 28 year olds in the area I mean, first of all, what kind of woman who's a MILF, and I'm talking MILF, because as I get older, MILFs get older, so a MILF to me now is like 45 or something. You know, a MILF to me now is in like a 30, 40-year-old, because that would just be like a friend, <laughs> which is weird. Um, but yeah, like what what self-respecting 45 to 55 year old woman puts themselves on fuck book or bang old broads or whatever the fuck the website is now you know it's gotta be just some Indian dude sitting in Singapore just sweating his ass off with no deodorant on you know just typing away and he probably uses like Spell check. That's, you know, try to get the grammar correct. (laughs) I don't know, man. But it's like, if the women were real, I mean, the ratio there has got to be astronomical. 
like I said, like three MILFs for every 14,000 horny 28-year-olds, you know? Anyway, I'm drinking a Berry Noir. It's from, it's, it's from St. Louis, you know? They make good stuff. And who decided St. Louis was just going to make all the beer? That's what I want to know. I mean, is it just because it's in the middle of the country? They're they're just kind of like, well, we can, we can readily access the west and the east coasts, and nobody will ever want to come here. We can just ship it to them, so we can make the town smell like shit from brewing our horrible fucking booze. Even though this is pretty good, berry noir. I was talking about it a few weeks ago. It's a sour beer. People don't like sour. People like lemons, you know. People like, uh, what are those things called? Warheads. Warheads, fastest growing candy the last 12 years. 12 billion in profits. I just made that up. I don't know. But it's like, you know, people like sour things. And, uh... Yet the sour beer is 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 still disregarded in the booze community, um, and I'm I'm just not gonna stand for that. I'm gonna keep drinking sours, loud and proud, and uh, maybe they'll catch on. But this is a good one by Boulevard Brewing Company. You can find it in any Total Wine and More store, um, and it's called Berry Noir. And it is delicious. Tastes like, uh... You ever had a bag of mixed berries? Tastes just like that. No? You've never... You never put a bunch of randomly assorted berries in a bag and ate them all? Like trail mix? Yeah. Um, well, if you've never done that, let me assure you, this beer tastes exactly like that. You know how Seinfeld was quote-unquote a show about nothing? I really think this podcast is slowly becoming that. Just going off on tangents, you know? And I kind of like it. It's the the Def Jam poetry of a white guy sitting in his one-bedroom apartment in the closet, you know, without the poetry at all. So not really like Def Jam at all. Um, yeah, but definitely since uh, moving down here, I've noticed a couple of things. People love honking their fucking car horns. Okay, and I'm talking like they don't even give you that buffer of one to two seconds after the green light turns. I'm telling you they're waiting for the millisecond that motherfucker turns green. And it's beep. It's not even like a, a friendly tap either. It's not like a beep beep, you know, like just to get your attention. Like, hey, I don't want to be an ass kind of honk. I just want to get your attention. No. The green left arrow turns. And I'm telling you, I've been sitting there and I have one of those engines that like shuts off, you know, if you're idling at a at a stoplight. So when I take my foot off the brake... And the light turns green. It, you know, the engine's got to start up. It takes, like, 
I shit you not, it takes like a second and a half. Um, and the fucking person behind me is already like 1.25 seconds into lay, laying in on the fucking horn behind me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yet, the funny thing is, the ironic thing is, they'll do all that, and then they'll drive 25 miles an hour in front of you on a 50-mile-per-hour road. <laughs> it's like they want to get there, but not fast. You know, They just want to feel like they're moving, no matter how slow it is. Um, I haven't seen that many old people either. Because, like, you know, all these random people that I would tell I was going to Florida, um, you know, people who had never been to Florida ever or, you know, have only gone vacation here for, like, two or three days at a time, you know, watch out for the snowbirds, man. They're going to get in the way. It's going to be way too crowded down there, man. You probably pick the worst time to go. And it's like, yeah, thanks, dude, who's never been there. Um but it did get me worried a little bit. And I got to say, like, half of these conceptions about this place are complete and utter horseshit. Um, let me tell you firsthand, I've seen about 10 old people down here. And it might be just the area I live in. Um, one of the old people is my downstairs neighbor who, uh, God bless his soul listens to me uh inadvertently dropping shit shattering glasses accidentally um blasting music that he's probably would consider just noise you know you know how old people they think our music is just noise um but yeah that's the only like regularly old person i see like everyone around here everyone everyone around here <laughs> Everybody around here is just a fucking person my age. You know? I've yet to see one person with a gun. Um, I haven't seen, you know, people. Um, the only racist people I saw were racist against me for walking to go take a shit. I should have just shit right there on the sidewalk. Um, like all the stereotypes and all the things people warned me about before I came down here, just complete and utter horseshit. Um, and I'm glad to say that, you know, and I think the lesson is, and I really think there is a good lesson here. Just don't listen to anyone unless they're a really close confidant. You know, you tell people stuff and people say stuff in passing. People's, people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I've probably given advice to someone that just was totally wrong. And it makes me not want to give advice ever again. Um, but I'm going to give you some advice now. <laughs> just don't fucking listen to anyone. Do what you want to do in life. Just do it. Because... People are going to tell you reasons not to do it. And it's just based on... They don't even fucking know. Like... Like I said. All the... 
the vast majority of my friends were like super cool and supportive. Uh, pretty much all my friends were, you know, um, and then there were people who I wouldn't really consider friends, but like acquaintances, you know, they would they would do the shit talking on my idea of coming down here. You know, all my boys were super happy for me and my family was happy. I'm not really talking about them right now. It's just those ancillary people in your life that, you know, you peripherally know. And they just, they always got some goddamn comment to say about something. And it's never, they never say a comment where you're like, oh, wow, I hadn't seen it like that. I'm super amped about what I was planning on doing. (laughs) It's always some fucking negative detracting comment about the thing you want to do. So just fucking do it, man. That's my advice. Um, Don't listen to, some, some people might call them haters. I wouldn't necessarily say that because, like I said, it's ancillary people in your life. Um, don't don't listen to the fucking the turds. You know, you got like a nice big chocolate milkshake, right? And it's like somebody just comes along and poops in it. That's exactly what it is. I'm just gonna call those people turds. Um, just don't listen to those people. Do what you want to fucking do. If you want to go live in Idaho, you know, in that long skinny part up north, you know, th- you know, you know, one person, you know, probably at work is going to be like, why did you want to do that? Rent's going through the roof everywhere out west. Why? I don't know why you would want to do that. It's cold as shit up there. I couldn't do. Well, it's fuck you. Okay. Well, everybody's got a gun. Everybody's racist up there. Just fucking go, dude. Be the not racist person. How about that? And if you don't like guns, you know, don't bring them. You don't have to. People with guns don't just automatically shoot you in the head because you don't have one. Sometimes they do. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Anyway, um... I hope you have a good week. I didn't want to keep it keep you too long. Uh, let's see if anybody's written in. It'll be a daily joke each week. I'll check and see if somebody's written in the, to the podcast. And, uh, you know, inevitably someone won't have done that. And it'll just make me look stupid. Um, you know, more so than I already do. And... Uh, you know, I'll just log on and, and see that nothing's there. So, yeah. Um, same old shit. Different week, you know. You guys are faithful listeners and just horrible at writing in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't want to diminish uh, your importance to me. Because uh, you listening is obviously the point. If you wanted to join a fucking writing class, you would have, right? This ain't about writing. It's about not fucking having to do shit, picking up a beer and listening to some guy. You know, this is probably the podcast equivalent to just some dude you overhear at the bar talking to his friends. And, you're, you know, you're somewhat interested in the conversation. So you just kind of, like, sit there, play on your phone. Um... 
and uh, listen to what they're talking about and, and laugh quietly to yourself. You know, that's what I want this podcast to pretty much be the equivalent of. Sitting at the pub, drinking a pint, and uh, listening to some old fucking geezer talk about the old times or uh, just talk about random shit. That's that's the equivalent, the real life equivalent to the podcast. So uh especially all you guys, you know, locked down in Australia and elsewhere in the world when you just need a little bit of solace. Hopefully, hopefully the podcast can uh be a beacon in these hard times. And uh to all my peoples and I know that sounds like semi something that would get me canceled (laughs) I don't mean it like that all my people in the world from Estonia thank you for listening Australia you know I love you guys faithful loyal fucking cunts I love you keep listening Uh, US of A what can I say about the US of A that hasn't been said about fucking dumpsters you know it's my country I get to trash it uh anybody else says anything about it pitchfork time but um yeah and everybody else all over the world who's listening thank you very much I haven't checked to see what countries are listening in a while but uh I know Germany's in there too Deutschland and uh, I just want to thank them for their support participation hey you know what here's a good idea practice your English write to mattyjpodcast at gmail.com hey everybody practice their grammar and English um and I'll get drunk and try to uh give you some pointers on your English so take it from a drunk American dude in Florida on how to properly write an email with uh with good etiquette. Okay? Um enjoy your sour beers and uh just don't be a fucking douchebag. Do what you want. Like I said, do what you want in your life and that one stupid fuck at work who tells you it's a bad idea just just expect it going in. Or better yet, just don't tell anybody what you're going to do. Just tell all your close family and friends and then just do it one day. And then there you go. You're just doing the other thing now. So you don't have to listen to all the bullshit. Anyway, um, have a have a good week and I'll talk to you next week. I'll try to get some guests on in the next few weeks. I love you guys. Take care. Yeah.